Hello, my friend. Happy February 1st. I am recording this podcast episode on February 1st. I'm uploading it on February 1st. This episode is a recap of January 2021. What I have learned about myself is I am not the greatest journal journaler. Like when it comes to writing, I think my thoughts go faster than my hand can write. And when I sit down to journal, I get easily irritated. It's not something I can necessarily relax and do. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. But I really do want to go into 2021 being mindful of, okay, this is the goal. This is the life. This is what I want to execute personally, business-wise, relationships, spiritually, all of that. And I really want to have these checks along the way. And so I'm going to do a little January 2021 recap. My friend Chelsea Joe is the inspo of this episode. She did a episode like this Um, On her podcast, Systemize Your Life, you guys, Chelsea is so great. You should go check out her podcast for sure. But I thoroughly enjoyed just really listening to her depth of her self-reflection. And I wanted to do this too. I don't know. If you guys like this episode, let me know. But I I am honestly recording them for my own personal growth so I can look back as I evolve, as this podcast evolves, as feminine fitness evolves, and really just have a reminder of where things were at in square one. So I have the categories of personal, business, marriage, kids, um, feminine fitness and feminine fitness program, and and just kind of some life things. So I'm going to go through each category and I'm going to just talk and and go around and around with all the different things. This is going to be very unedited. So here we go. Let's start with personal. So one of the things that I started doing in August of of last year, 2020, was investing in a one-on-one mentor to really help and support me with my mindset. I knew my mindset was the biggest thing that I needed to work on and work through. And I I hired one coach and I have hired another coach. And one activity that I really love doing was creating a project board with the goals that I set for myself in 2021. And um, I'm going to have my mentor and friend come on and talk about really the project board process. But one of the things I really was like, I want to get rid of this struggle of being fixated on what I weigh. And So my goal for this year was to weigh a certain number. And then she had me really write out in different post-it notes what I would embody at that weight, what, you know, is kind of the tactical roadmap of how I would get to that weight. What would me at that weight do for fitness, nutrition, thoughts, mindset, like activity, everyday stuff. But one of the things was... I was like, at this weight, I wouldn't care what the scale says. And she was like, okay, then get rid of the scale right now. You need to not care what the scale says right now. And I'm like, but that terrifies me. That terrifies me that I'm going to go up higher. And if I go up higher, I'm going to be back to the weight that I was when I gave birth to Jace, like my highest weight. I am technically a higher weight than I've ever been comfortable with. But when I was really looking at, you know, the 
the weight and then what I roadmapped out and then she also had me do the essence of the goal. I was like, it really has nothing to do with that number and everything to do with mindset, self-reflection, self-confidence. And I was like, okay, so I was willing to try it. I was willing to try it and I was like, okay, if I feel like stepping on the scale in February, I will, but you guys, I don't. I don't feel like stepping on the scale at all. I don't care about that being a measure of success anymore. I don't want to step on it again. You know, even if I'm in my heavier weight range, you know, that that weight range is so relative because somebody could be the exact same weight and same body type as me, but our composition can look completely different. And I'm like, you know what? It's really my mindset and then also my composition that I, I want to use as a measure. You know, do I feel like really good putting on my clothes? And I know all of that is so cliche, but coming from somebody who is stepping on the scale all the time for the past two and a half years to get rid of it, I was like, okay, I was so nervous to do, but I'm so much happier. I've completed two rounds of Nine Week Control Freak. So how I've been doing and approaching Nine Week Control Freak is I start the phase in my follicular phase and I follow the program to a T. And then when I complete that phase, I take that like weekish it's ended up being like a weekish off and I do more restorative exercises and that coincides with late luteal and my menstrual phase and then when I've gone through my menstrual phase and I feel that energy on the rise again I will go through and complete the next phase so I'll start phase three probably the end of this week and then once I have completed that I really do want to work on flexibility mobility I've got to do some work like rolling on my foot because I really 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 want to do some running come this spring I want we have a running program but I'm going to open a free group up like if you want to do 5k with me in April and in May like I'm gonna host a free group the details for this are very vague right now but it's it's on my mind and on my heart that it's just going to be in the feminine fitness Facebook group that's a free community I'll leave the link for that below you can request to join it used to be the intentional productivity Facebook group but I'm going to be doing that um, come this spring. So if you want to join in on a 5K, if you want to follow your own training plan, that's fine. If you want to do the training plan that includes running and strength training while you're training for this 5K, you can reach out to me and I'll talk to you about that. Another thing that I did for myself in the month of January was I listened to a podcast where it was Ali Kazaza of The Purpose Show had Jamie Baker on. And Jamie Baker is a personal stylist and she's gone into being a personal stylist of like celebrities to helping moms feel comfortable, confident, stylish, and put together for everyday life. I've been immersed in her content. I hope to be having her on the podcast soon. I will be working with her for a project in her style society come February. And with all that being said, I really unlocked one of the limiting beliefs that I had about my body that I didn't think that I had because growing up, I 
you know, was always complimented on how small I was and how tiny I was and how fit I was and how skinny I was. And that's probably a lot of the reason too why I've been so fixated on being the size that I am now. But I had this limiting belief around um, wearing fitted shirts so I was so I wasn't showing my tummy. I was told in multiple different ways from multiple different people and people with the best and kindest intentions that if you wear a baggier shirt, you are hiding your belly. And I, I learned this when I had no belly to hide, but I was constantly like at postpartum in, in the last like two and a half years where I've been on this struggle bus with what I weigh been like, oh, I I need to buy these really baggy, loose-fitted shirts. And I put those baggy, loose-fitted shirts on. And I'm like, I look awful. I look 20 pounds heavier than what I really am. And I bought at Target. This this should be added to like one of my favorite things. It's these t-shirts. They're a New Day brand and they're ribbed. So they're these ribbed t-shirts and they're fitted, but they're not skin tight because it's a ribbed material. So it's got some give to it. And I love wearing them. I love wearing them with my leggings. I love wearing them with jeans. And I just, I know that I've felt good wearing them. I've had them for a little while. But I've always had this limiting belief of like, wear something loose fitted so you hide your tummy. And what I've learned from working with Jamie Baker is actually for my body type, which I am petite because I'm 5'3", I have a short torso and I am a proportional shape woman, meaning my upper body is proportioned to my lower body and my waist cinches in a little bit. Um, That... The wearing form-fitted stuff is actually more flattering for my figure because Jamie teaches all of that of like, do you, how do you determine if you have a long torso or a short torso? Um, and it makes sense as to why I'd buy these really high-waisted jeans and just did not feel like they looked good on me because they practically come up to my bra strap line. And so now I know that really mid-rise jeans are better for my body type. And so that's something I'm highlighting for January because I feel like Jamie has changed my life (laughs) with just knowing this stuff about my body, right? The mindset work paired with that, that tactical stuff of what to wear that's flattering for my body has been a combination of like... In January, I don't know if I've lost any pounds, but I don't care because I feel great. I know how to dress my body. I know how to look in the mirror and give myself a compliment. I can. I know how to look for the things that the actual changes that I want to see, and I'm not tied down to the scale being defeating to me when I step on it. Anyways, um, this is. I don't want to get controversial on this, but it's just something I want to document because it's part of my life. And you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know me in real life. My grandma is going to be 91 years old in April, and she is she's amazing. She is my one of my heroes. She is the Proverbs 31 woman, like. She is. She embodies everything, everything that the Proverbs 31 woman embodies. I just love her so much. And throughout the pandemic, we have um, put on a safety net of making sure like we're not around her a lot 
to expose her, but we she has felt comfortable enough to be around me and my family because I work from home and I'm a homebody. My husband works at a very small office and there you know it's just a very small group of coworkers that he sees and then my kids go to daycare but it is like a home daycare so it's smaller and our daycare is so cautious of coronavirus um, protocols and everything like that and so we have seen my grandma throughout the pandemic and I'm so grateful for that that woman is an extrovert that woman lives to be around other people and lives for her community and I mean she still works at the senior center and she's she's just amazing um and with all that being said she is very very healthy very um, independent and we have been able to see her but my grandma in January did get her first coronavirus vaccination and she will get her second dose on the 12th and I have my opinions and education and thoughts on the coronavirus vaccine you probably have yours but this woman's 91 she's lived 91 years of life and she is capable of making this decision for herself and she was excited about it to her she grew up in a time where vaccinations she did see vaccinations help and i mean she's lived for 91 years you guys and so she she wanted it for herself. Her nephew actually passed away of coronavirus. I believe another family member of hers, an in-law of some sort, passed away from coronavirus. So she she has been very cautious. She, she really, really, really became cautious after her nephew passed away. And um, getting the vaccine to her makes her feel a little bit more safe and secure. And so I love and support her in that. And let's go on to kids stuff then we'll kind of keep it in the realm of personal things and then go into business stuff so in January one of my mom wins was bringing my kids to a appointment a doctor's appointment that I have been putting off for a long time we um, had to get some reevaluation things done and we got a letter about it in like February of 2020 and then coronavirus stuff happened I put all of all of the doctor visit well check stuff and so I put it off put it off and just something in my gut was like okay you just gotta go in there take care of this and then we'll have to go in again in six months and then everything will be taken care of so that was a mom win I don't know are you is any other moms like this where it's like you put things off like going to the dentist that's my goal for February is I need to get my kids into a dentist because I just haven't because I think about the logistics and our routine and our structure is so good and it's in such a good flow that I'm like oh that throws a wrench in a day or whatever and the doctor experience was extremely frustrating so I'll probably wait till the end of February to do the dentist so my kids have some time to like forget about the situation um, because we were at the dent we were at the doctor you guys for like two hours for very very simple things and it was crazy it was a lot and we were in the tiny little room and my kids were going crazy and all that but um, I also enrolled Bryce in swimming lessons so I know that they're taking coronavirus cautionary things for swimming lessons doing smaller classes spacing things out cleaning and all that I felt comfortable with going to a more small town local thing that um, local 
um, pool and my my Bryce man will be starting swimming lessons this month and I'm really excited for him. I'm really excited for him to do something like that. I'm excited to see how he follows the instructions of somebody else while I'm there. This will be the first time that will be happening because usually, you know, he's gone to daycare and stuff, um, but when but I'm not there, you know, so it'll be just interesting to see how he follows along and um, does all of that while I'm I'm there watching him. Marriage. So things have been going really good with my husband and I. I don't think it's unhealthy to say that sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, what's like we need to reconnect. I know we haven't been giving each other our best in marriage and everything like that, but my husband and I's relationship has been really great this month. We haven't been doing date nights, but what we have been doing is our kids go to bed fairly early still. So sometimes when we're done putting the kids down to bed, we just sit in silence together. Sometimes it leads to a really good conversation. Sometimes it doesn't, and we just sit and there's no talking but sometimes it leads to a really great conversation we've been doing some like dairy queen every other week one of us will go get a blizzard and we'll kind of share that you know just with things going on with my parents and my mom's super busy at work and babysitters and stuff it just hasn't been something we've been making a priority but for February I do want to do that Sean started a new um, position at his work he's still working at the same job and he's absolutely killing it like when he comes home from work he has positive things to say he has excitement about the things that he's working on and and it's just it's so nice because I know when a spouse goes to a job and they come home and they bring that frustration home that that's hard that's really hard and I think my husband has hard days at work he just doesn't he doesn't like it when people complain about stuff so he just shuts it in which may not necessarily be a healthy habit either but he's got a new position at work he's killing it so proud of him and I just really find myself proud of him because if you don't know a lot about our story is we met in the gym and when we were both working in the gym in the beginning we really loved it until we didn't and when I was able to quit my job at the gym because of what income my business was bringing in I felt so free. I've like so much stress came off of my shoulder. And then Sean stayed at the gym and he became very stressed out about the job. It was required. He was, he wasn't required to wake up so early, but he was waking up really early. He had really weird sleep patterns and, um, he wasn't happy there. And because of what my business was bringing in, he was able to quit his job and he quit his job for the most random thing where it was so silly. It's like, why are you even working? Because you don't have to. And for a long time, that was resentment that I had. I was like, why are you working this? I'll I'll say it. I regret it now, but I was calling it. I'm like, why are you working this dumb job when you don't have to? And you're choosing to, and it looks bad, and it looks stupid. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And this was all around the time where we were like just getting married, just starting our marriage. And then when we had Bryce, he did he did stop working for a little bit to be home with me because Bryce was 
um, a reflux baby and I was losing my mind with postpartum depression and anxiety, probably some postpartum psychosis, if I'm being honest with myself. Um, And then he started working at where he does now and was liking it and doing kind of some of the small task stuff. And I still was like, you are meant for more. What are you doing at this time? He has, you know, bachelor's and master's degree. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you, I know that you love the people and, and everything, but what are you doing? And he just felt this, this guided feeling of like trust that that was where he was meant to be. And I supported him, tried to not talk about it a whole bunch to him, but now he has evolved and grown and is really doing something within that company that he really loves and grateful, grateful for that because yeah, he could make a lot of money. He can make a little money, but if he really feels like he's doing what he really likes to do and, and likes going to it and comes home happy, that's, that's what matters. And, um, that could totally be a podcast for another day of the limiting beliefs that I got, I, I got from network marketing of like, it's a, it's a sign of success. If your spouse quits their job. Well, my husband doesn't want to quit his job. No matter how much money the business brings in, my husband doesn't want to quit his job. And I, that was something that, like I said, we started our marriage out with me thinking that he should. And it really wasn't until like, hello, maybe nine months ago that I was like, Joel, you gotta, you gotta just realize this. Okay. So there's that. And that rolls right into business. So Beachbody this month, Beachbody is still my heart. Beachbody is still my bread and butter. I have so much love and respect for the company. I absolutely love and adore my team. And like with the launch of Nine Week Control Freak, my team blew it out of the water. I've seen so many coaches like really reignite their love for the business and that has made my heart so happy. I launched a new coach training. I'm so proud of myself for this guys because it's been something on my mind for so long because I've been doing Beachbody coaching for 10 years. The the new coach trainings and everything like that that I created five, 10 years ago are no longer relevant. And so now when a new coach joins my team, for their new coach training, all they have to do is submit their email and they get one email a day for roughly 30-ish days. And each day that email covers a topic of foundation, like a foundational part of building their beach body business. And so I, I absolutely love that because when a new coach join, joins my team, I will have them sign up for that training. And then we can really work one-on-one with goal setting and execution and mindset because that that's really, really the fun part of the business. So that was absolutely amazing. I still have my weekly mentorship call with my entire team. I'm going to be doing more, opening up more time for one-on-one work with my teammates. So I'm, I'm really excited for the direction of where Beachbody is going. And then that also leads into feminine fitness and the feminine fitness program. So because I've been talking a lot about the feminine fitness and feminine fitness program, some may have thought like, oh, is she going away from Beachbody? Absolutely not. You know, people who hire me for that, like their Beachbody work and going through Beachbody programs, I still show up and serve them. And with feminine fitness, it's just another depth. I am very passionate about 
living and being and and making small lifestyle changes so we are honoring this cyclical way our body works and so with the feminine fitness program i hosted a three-day workshop this month what did you guys think of that that was i had a lot of fun teaching in that way and then had feminine the first handful of feminine fitness enrollees and i just want to highlight two of them like shout out to two of those girls first jess i'm so excited and grateful for jess because jess took advantage of the one-on-one coaching that i did back in like what was that october that was a really discounted price like i really just wanted to see if other women would feel and know the effects of working with our body in this cyclical way and jess and i actually worked with each other for over two and a half months and jess enrolled in the feminine fitness program and that means so much to me Jess why does that mean so freaking much to me because it shows to me that when you want to become a continue a continuing client that we are working and we're on to something and you know that diving even deeper into this is going to work for you and i really honor that and appreciate that you know i've worked with coaches and mentors in the past too and i know that the highest compliment is when the the work continues and i'm so grateful for the continuation of you know working one-on-one with jess and now she is in the feminine fitness program we will also be doing some one-on-one stuff and i'm just i'm so excited for her and then also ashley like i'm so excited to work with ashley because she is somebody who heard me speak on somebody else's podcast she listens to this podcast and that just means so much to me that is really how I see the feminine fitness community growing is through this podcast and so the fact that what I share on here you guys is valuable to you and to others that you see how like I can share with you the concepts on here but it's really within one-on-one coaching and the program and other things that I have coming up is how you can really apply it to your life. And so I'm going to be taking the Feminine Fitness Program. We will have one one day a week. So every Monday I will be uploading a lesson for the week. The foundation's already in there. So there's going to be an eight-week series where it is guiding you through starting to sync with your cycle. We're going to be talking about nutrition. We're going to be talking about hormonal imbalances. We're going to be talking about workouts and lifestyle and rolling that out. And so the eight-week program will really get us from point A to point B of getting to know our body and showing up in what's best for us. But I also had an idea of something really great to come out. So if you missed out on the Feminine Fitness Program or if it's not, it wasn't necessarily in your budget right now, I am going to be rolling out the Feminine Fitness Foundations. So it is going to be a, I have five videos in there, it's probably going to be six, where I'm going to take you through the foundations of syncing with your cycle, changing up your workouts, your nutrition, and your lifestyle in a very entry-level way. So this will be priced at a very entry-level price. It'll be just a video series that you guys can log into and learn at a self-paced process, but it's kind of just that way for you to put your toe in the water and see if implementing cycle syncing helps you get faster results towards your goals or gives you more energy in life. So 
If you're excited about the Feminine Fitness Foundation, subscribe to the show, look, follow me on Instagram, let me know, and I can get you on the wait list for that if it's something that you are interested in right away. And I'm excited for February. Did I talk a little bit about my goals? I feel like I talked a little bit about my goals as as we were rolling out, but my goals for February, or my intentions for February is really being off social media a lot. I have not been on social media all weekend and I haven't, it's Monday morning and I haven't put Instagram back on my phone because I wanted to do this podcast. I'm going to do the, um, week one of the feminine fitness program. I've got my mentorship and I know if I open that app, my creativity juices are just going to like be sucked out of my brain. So I'm just staying in this flow right now with it being off of my phone. And I'm going to do that every weekend. I'm going to delete the apps every single weekend. I'm going to be focusing on the feminine fitness program, having the workshops, having the guest speakers go in there. And then this podcast, this podcast is going to be that. I'll have the feminine fitness foundations ready for you guys by the end of February it probably will be coming soon so it'll probably be more mid-February that I'll have that rollout we are gonna have swimming lessons dentist appointments a date night we're gonna see increase in in everything business-wise um, and then just some of my personal goals is to finish out nine week control freak, do bar. I've been loving doing bar the week before my period. Oh, I, I absolutely love it. I feel so strong and fem- feminine from those workouts. And then, um, probably more March, you guys will hear about the upcoming running program, 5k challenges that will be absolutely free done in the feminine fitness Facebook community. So If you're not a member of that, you can hop on over to there. This has been a long episode. Let me know what you think. I have, I thoroughly loved listening to Chelsea Joe's episode where she kind of just ranted and talked like this, kind of gave an insight to her and her business and her goals and everything like that. So that is my intention. And then this is also just kind of a little personal diary for me, because as I said, I'm not the greatest at journaling yet. But God gave me the gift of gab, and I like to talk and think out loud. So here is this episode, a little recap of January 2021.